Welcome to the For Men Only podcast, where we want to encourage, instruct, and challenge you to be the best man you can become. Welcome to another episode of For Men Only. My name is Pastor Brent, and glad to be here with you today. I'm glad you're listening, and our goal, as always, is to try and help every man become the best he can be. So we want to instruct and encourage and challenge you to become that person. So today we want to talk about taking care of the invisible. And that means just understanding that we're in a battle. And it's an invisible battle with spiritual forces that we may have to fight on many different fronts. And the first front that we'll talk about for today is the spiritual one. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That word wrestle is a Greek word meaning to fight or struggle with. And guys, we are in a fight, and this battle is ongoing. I mean, in my life, it seems like everything I do is is a battle. Everything that we do in our church, in my life, it seems like there's a fight, there's a, there's a struggle that's going on. And you know, we always sometimes wonder why it has to be a fight. Well, the reason is, is because we, we have these spiritual forces that are arrayed against us, and they don't fight fair, they don't get tired, it seems like, they don't stop. You know, we're flesh and blood, we, we get tired, we need to take a break. But these creatures, these invisible forces, they, they don't stop. But we need to understand that we are in this fight. And we have to understand that this fight is never going to stop, at least not until Jesus comes back or we pass on to the into the heavens. And as I was driving here today, I was on, on a, uh, a piece of the highway that was just paved last year. And I realized that in one year's time, it was already getting beat up. It was already starting to get funny. And, it, and for those of us that live in Saskatchewan, we know that, you know, we can pave the roads today in a year or two. It looks like nothing ever happened and it it becomes difficult to drive on and bumpy. And, you know, and I can just imagine the guys that, you know, that pave the roads or do the highways, you know, they know they have a job that's always going to be there for them. It's like this thing never stops. We, we always got to change the highways. We've always got to take out the old pavement and put in new stuff. And, you know, so, yeah, they got job security for sure. But it kind of reminded me of the fight that we have in our spiritual lives. And sometimes I wonder why, well, why, does it, why is it so hard all the time? Well, the truth is that we are, we are called to fight the good fight of faith. And we have to fight in faith for everything in our lives. You know, the battle with these things that we engage and wrestle with, they don't seem to tire out. The good news is that we don't wrestle against these spirits, these invisible forces, by our own strength and by our own flesh and blood. God has given us the most powerful weapons to use. So we need to realize that we're invite, we're fighting against invisible forces. So my question for you guys today is, how good are you at recognizing and fighting invisible things? Because these things are invisible. Maybe that's why it's hard to fight sometimes. We don't always catch what's going on. But you know, they can speak to us. They can put thoughts in our head. They can put pressure on us in some manner. They are a force, and we can sense them and feel them spiritually. 
And if we're going to be the winner in this ongoing battle, we need to understand that this, this battle is fought in the spiritual, but it produces results in the natural. I'm going to say that again. This battle is fought in the spiritual or the invisible, but it produces results in the natural. And the question we must all answer from time to time is this. What or who are you fighting with? You know, I think a lot of times we're, we're picking the wrong fight. We're, we're fighting in the wrong arena, on the wrong front. You know, people are not who we're supposed to be wrestling with. People are not who we're to be fighting against. You know, when I was young, I loved to wrestle. I wrestled with my brothers. I wrestled with my friends. You know, I'd wrestle with anything. I'd wrestle, wrestle a dog, a cow, a donkey. It didn't matter. I'd wrestle anything that came my way. And then as I got older, we turned it from wrestling, you know, to all out scrapping, duking it out and fighting. You know, that was dumb, you know, but you know what? I never liked to lose. I didn't like to lose then. I don't like to lose now. So another question for you is, what is your level of fight? Are you a fighter or, or do you run from a fight? There's an old saying that says, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog that matters. And so I, I think it's important for us to realize that we are, we are God's dogs fit for battle. God has given us weapons to fight with. We've got some teeth, you know, but we've got to put some skin in the fight. Years ago, I, I lived in Calgary with, my, with some relatives, and they had a little a Boston Terrier dog who was a runt. He was a small little guy, but he was probably the feistiest, feistiest little creature I've ever seen. One time we were driving in the car, not going very fast, and the windows were open, and there was a three or four dogs on the corner, and they were just fighting, and I don't know what they were doing. And this little Boston Terrier jumped right out of the window, and he jumped onto the road, and he ran over there, and he, he went straight for the biggest dog. And we, we stopped the car, and we ran over there, and he had this big, giant dog by the throat. And he was just ripping away this little dog. It was the funniest thing to see. But that little dog, you know, he was not scared of any other dog. It didn't matter how big, it didn't matter what was going on, but he had some fight in him, I'll tell you. And so we, we cannot be like, say, the Israelites who God brought out of Egypt, and he actually said that he had to take him to the promised land in the long, the roundabout route, the long route, because he was concerned that if they saw that they had to fight too early on from being freed from slavery, that they would have turned back. They didn't want to fight. You know, they wanted it to come easy. And, you know, we, we know that when any little hardship came their way, they began to complain and fuss. And even when they had no food or it looked like they had no water, you know, they complained to Moses and God got upset with them. And, and they complained and tried to go back. They even said, let's go back to Egypt. At least we had this kind of food there that we were used to. And so God had to deal with them, and I think God has to deal with us too. And, and you know, Paul exhorted us to endure hardness like a good soldier. Endure hardness like a good soldier. You know, we are in a battleground. We are in sport, spiritual war. You know, we are the battleground that the enemy and that God fights in. Both God and the enemy desire their will to be done in us. And that's the fight of faith that we must use. That's the fight of faith we must operate in. 
That's the fight of faith we must fight for. We must fight to do God's will in our lives. And so Ephesians 6.10, you guys, you guys know these verses, most of you probably, says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And that's the good news, folks. We don't fight these things in our own strength. Technically speaking, you know, we're, we're no match for spiritual forces in and of ourselves. But after Jesus died and rose again, you know, he gave us the power, he gave us his name, he gave us the Holy Spirit, he gave us his strength so that we can fight and win every spiritual battle that we are, we're gonna be engaged in. And the good news is that God is with us in every fight. You know, we are commanded to be strong in the Lord. This is spiritual strength, this is not physical strength. And in Christ, we can have the power to engage every spiritual battle that comes our way and win. Because you know what? If God is for us, who can be successfully against us? I love that. God is for us, and who can be successful against us? God is our commander-in-chief. He is the general in this war. And we're just foot soldiers, but you know, we're foot soldiers with the presence and power of God to help us in these battles. Ephesians 6, 16 says, in every circumstance, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Guys, we have a shield of faith. When the enemy comes against us, spiritually speaking, you know, we're not sheep for the slaughter anymore. We have the power of faith. We can put out every spiritual dart, every fiery dart that's arrayed against us, everyone that he throws at us, everyone, all, not a part, not a few, every single one of them. The biggest problem is that we don't always understand or recognize what is happening. You know, sometimes we can feel discouraged, maybe we even feel depressed, or maybe we, you know, voices talk to us or thoughts come to us saying you can't make it or you're no good or no one loves you and you're useless and blah, 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 you know, and all this kind of stuff just goes on and on. And we don't always realize that those are spiritual forces speaking evil things to us, trying to defeat us. But you know what? We need to recognize these spiritual attacks. Realize that the enemy is trying to hold you back. He's trying to hinder you. And we also have an extremely important piece of hardware, if it were, that God has given us to strike the enemy with, and that is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And I love that. The Word of God is a sword, you guys. Now, what do you do with the sword? You know, ask any parent who has ever given their three-year-old son a plastic sword and just hand it to him, and you know what? They will know right away what to do with it. They will start swinging and hitting and, you know, attacking the walls and the furniture and their sisters and brothers. You know, even youngsters know what swords are, swords are for. And that's what we're supposed to use this word for as a sword. Unfortunately, too many of us never pick it up. We just think, oh, it's a nice thing over there on the couch. It's a nice piece of furniture. No, we're called to use that sword, guys. We fight the good fight of faith. And so how do we do that? How do we, how do we swing this sword? Well, you swing it by speaking the word about. You, sing, you, you swing it by speaking the word. You start speaking and confessing the word. You take the word of God and you, you attack these spiritual forces. You attack these invisible things. 
We don't realize it that when it's called the sword of the Spirit for a reason. When we speak the Word of God in faith, the Holy Spirit goes into action. He's really the one who takes a swing with the sword. He's really the one that does all the work behind the scenes, but he uses it, he does it through us. He does it through us. You know, I can't pick up a, a physical sword and, and, and take a swing at these spiritual forces, and I don't have to. That's the good news. I speak the word of God against, I, I talk, and the Spirit of God does things. These wonderful spiritual and powerful words of God have the power to strike the enemy and basically put an end to those flaming arrows that they're trying to put inside you. And these are the evil words, the, the evil pressures, the, the evil onslaught of the enemy trying to break us down and, and to hold us back and to stop us from entering the destiny and the calling that God has for us, trying to stop us and beat us down and defeat us. But guys, we need to make sure we understand and recognize what battlefront that we're on and then use the necessary weapons that God has given us. I'll close with this last scripture. Ephesians 6.18 says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. You guys get that? Praying at all times all times, and maybe that's one of the things that we don't do. You know, we don't pray enough. We don't pray at all times. And it says with every prayer and every supplication. So we're supposed to pray in the spirit. We are to speak out prayers of all different kinds. And you know, maybe that's why we don't always win sometimes. And the last part says, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Keep alert, I like that, stay alert. Be ready. Be ready to pray. Be ready to grab the sword. Be ready to do battle. You know, we must be the eternal watchdogs of our own lives and the lives of our families and the lives of our friends and the lives of church, the lives of church people. You know, my job as a, as a husband and as a father for many, many years now has been to be that eternal watchdog. You know, I watched over my family. I still do today. You know, when, when they're sick or this is happening, I get, I get on my knees. I start praying. I start speaking the word over them. I start dislodging the enemy's, you know, tentacles of spiritual problem in their life, you know. And that's what, that's what I do. That's what we all need to do. And sometimes we don't recognize it in ourselves. You know, what's the price for freedom? What's the price for freedom? You know what it is? It's called eternal vigilance. I don't know how many years I'm gonna be on this earth and neither do you, but we must be constantly alert and ready to fight the spiritual bad battle. And nor can we always be on the defensive. You know, we can't just be defending. In other words, we only get into spiritual warfare when we really have to. We, we only get into it when, you know, it's necessary. We only get into it when there's trouble. But you know what? We need to sometimes go on the offensive. You know what they say, I mean, in sports, anyway, they say, the best defense is a better offense. I don't know if that's true in every sport, but it sure is true, I think, in spiritual war. So guys, let's be spiritually aware of what's happening in and around our lives, which basically means take care of the invisible. Maybe you've never heard this before. Maybe you thought that life was only lived in the natural, and I can understand that. But there is a part of life that is spiritual. It's invisible and we need to take care of these things. I wanna encourage you today to fight the good fight of faith. I wanna challenge you to stay alert in prayer and thanksgiving and worship and taking the fight to the enemy. 
and use this instruction wisely and for your own good. You know what? If you do it, you will be a better you and you will have a better life. So God bless you as you struggle, you wrestle against these spiritual forces. And I know that God is with you and you're gonna have many victories ahead of you. Guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And we do really wanna help you be the best man that you can be. Don't forget to share this on social media. Don't forget to tell others about it so that they too have a chance to be the best that they can be. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend or a family member and get the word out there. If you would like some more content, please join our Facebook page, For Men Only, or subscribe to the newsletter, which is on the Faith Alive Family Church's website, fafc.ca, and click the link. Now let's become the men God has called us to be.